What's good, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. My name is Jared Hamilton. If you and I have not had the pleasure of meeting yet, uh, welcome to the show. If you are a podcast veteran, I very much appreciate your your continued support. It means a ton to me. Um, before we get into today's episode, which I'm super excited about, um, big thank you to the official sponsor of the podcast, which is Flex Pro Meals. Um, these guys have been like doing an amazing job at keeping my fridge full and uh, mad, mad props to them. Guys, if, if you haven't checked out Flex Pro and you are a person that like schedules get, especially this time of the year, get crazy and, uh, and, and like your life runs off convenience and you find yourself in drive throughs a lot like me, um, Flex Pro has been very helpful to me and probably would be for you because it's it's literally basically a bunch of meal prep meals that taste amazing that that are perfectly in line for most people's goals with their calories dialed in really high in protein and they taste amazing that uh that you can literally just keep in your fridge on deck so instead of having to go to the the drive-through or in forgetting to cook or what have you uh, it just makes it super easy and convenient but the thing is it doesn't taste like boring ass normal fitness food it's like really good stuff. Like they've got like, I don't even know, like, like they've got so many things. And I feel like they're always adding to their menu things like jerk chicken and like Swedish meatballs and garlic mashed potatoes and Alfredo. Like that's, those are just some of my favorites. Um, just all these amazing things, Cuban empanadas, like so many, like really good savory, like satisfying foods that are like calories are dialed in, super high in protein, super convenient. So anyway, enough of that. If you guys are interested in that sort of thing, because it's made a huge difference for me, go check them out at flexpromeals.com. And if you would like to support your boy and save some money, you can use my code Hamilton Trained at checkout and they'll hook you up. Um, but today I want to get into a concept that I think, uh, not just a concept, but a strategy and a whole principle behind um, some stuff that I think will help make your life hella easier around fat loss um, and in and, and moving towards the goals that you have. There's a quote, I'm going to quote James Clear. Um, I'm in the middle of his book called Atomic Habits right now. And this is, I read, I was reading, I read one of the chapters today and I'm, I, I wrote this down and I wanted to put it, make a whole episode about it. And, and this is the quote, if you want to make a habit, a big part of your life, make the cue a big part of your environment. Okay. Let me say that again. If you want to make a habit, a big part of your life, make the cue a big part of your environment. Here's the thing. We all have cues that cause behaviors, right? Because this is the things that one of the things that I love about uh, James Clear's concepts in his book is everything he talks about goes right into uh, not just like a philosophy, but like everything is so tactical about, um, hey, here's the strategy behind action. And, um, and one of the things that he talks about in this book is uh, your systems. And the thing is, most people don't have a system around their cues. Here, here's the thing. And he was showing some really cool statistics about like, uh, like a, they, they had like a cafeteria in like a hospital and they wanted to, you know, help with the better, making the better decisions of the staff members, but they didn't want to tell them anything. So all they did was... Uh, instead of just having soda as an option in the uh, in the cafeteria, they basically kept the soda exactly the same, but they just put up water bottle stations everywhere. And, it, and, and the water bottles still cost money too. It's not like it was just like soda costs money and the water is free. They put water, a row of water as an option um, on the soda by where the sodas were at. But then there was also multiple other locations in plain eyesight all around the cafeteria where you could purchase bottles of water. In just adding those bottles of water 
as an option, it jumped up their sales, or I'm sorry, I think it jumped up their sales of bottled water by either like like 8% or 11%, I can't remember, but it like took a hit on the soda sales a lot. Like it, it, I can't remember what exact percent, either eight or 11% of the soda sales just dropped because now water was an option in the environment, right? So here's the thing. If you're struggling with a habit, like if you're, if you find yourself constantly falling off or giving into, or giving into like, let's say, um, you just have a hard time controlling cravings, um, and you have a hard time controlling just all sorts of just keeping on track. I would audit your environment. Now, don't take this to the extreme and say, oh, I'm not allowed to have ice cream ever again. You guys know my my philosophy around cravings is have what you're craving, but I would say have it on your terms where you have to go out and get it, purchase the one single Snickers bar if you're having a hard time not smashing like a whole pack of Snickers bars. But like it's stuff like this. Like how many times have you ever bought water and put it in the back of the fridge and you never drank it? And you grab like the soda or the Gatorade that's in the front of the fridge. Or how many times have you bought veggies and fruit, but you put them in the bottom crisper drawer of your fridge and then they go bad before you have a time to have time to eat them. But the plate of cookies, you smash a dozen of those at a time. It's because it's, it's all based on what your environment looks like. If you want a habit to stick, we have to put it right in front of you. It's like this, like I don't have anything against like eating cookies and enjoying soda and things like that. But like, I'll tell you this right now, if you come into my house, my cook, the, the, the Oreos, we always have Oreos in the house, but the Oreos don't stay on my counter. The Oreos stay in the cabinet that's, that I have to get on a stool to get to. And they're tucked way back in there and I don't hardly even see them. Right. So if I want an Oreo, I'm like, oh yeah, I really want an Oreo. Then I have to go out of my way to get it. Or if you open up my free, my refrigerator, our water purifier is on the top shelf, right in plain sight. And it's the easiest thing to get versus like, you know, the cans of diet Pepsi are on the bottom shelf shoved in the back. You see what I mean? Where if you're struggling with your habits, I would check your environment for cues about how, 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 helpful and convenient are the cues for the habit, those same habits you're trying to work on. Like if you struggle getting to the gym, are you making it convenient and easy to, for the cues that lead to that, right? Do you have your water bottle set out? Do you have your gym clothes set out and ready to go the night before? If you're trying to learn to play the guitar, is the guitar in the living room in plain sight every day? Or is it tucked in the closet where you forget about it? Is um, if you're trying to get into reading, do you keep the book you're reading on your bedside table with a notepad and a piece of, or, and a pen? Or is it in your backpack in the bedroom or in another room that you never even go into, right? This is why it's so important to really audit your environment and say, is my environment conducive for the habits I'm trying to work on? And it's such a game-changing thing because... If it's not, I mean, think about it. Like how many times do people make a, like a new year's resolution to like, I'm going to learn to play the guitar, but the guitar stays in the closet or they may like, I'm going to read X many pay. I'm going to read, you know, a book a month, but then their books stay hidden. They don't have them out in, in front of them. Or someone's like, I'm going to, uh, clean the house every night before I go to bed, but they leave the broom hidden in the closet where they forget about it. It's make, make it hard not to see this stuff, guys. Like if you're trying to make better decisions and eat more plants, like go out and go and buy a beautiful, expensive or really nice um, display bowl for your fruit and put it on your counter. And then you'll be like, you'll, you'll notice you'll eat so many more apples and bananas versus if they're in the crisper drawer in your fridge hidden. Or, um, or, if, or if you have a habit you're trying to work on, like let's say you have a tendency to eat too many cookies. Well, 
do you keep them out where they're in plain sight or do you make them hard to get to where it's kind of out of sight, out of mind and you kind of forget about it? It's these kinds of things that make such a big difference that um, I think you'll notice some big changes if you start to implement these, right? If you're struggling to go to the gym consistently, I would make it a point to have your workout clothes and your outfit and your shoes and your water bottle and your headphones and your, your playlist all ready to go like the night before to where you can't miss them right? Your environment plays such critical roles on everything, right? Think about your kids. If your kid is struggling with like getting their homework done, do you think it's going to help if they try to do it in the living room where they're distracted? Or, or is it better if, if they had like a spot in their bedroom that has a desk and that spot is designated to only that habit, right? If you can, try to try to design one location for one habit. Too often we have like 30 habits in one location. Like how many times do you go in your living room to watch TV, to eat dinner, to work on Christmas gifts, to um, do homework, to plan for work, to play on your computer, to play video games, to you have all these things that go on in your living room. But imagine if you had the living room was only about the TV and talking with your family and the kitchen table was only about eating, and your bedroom was only about sex and sleep, and your uh, your back room was where you do whatever, strategic work planning, who knows. But imagine if you just set up one habit for one location or a couple habits for one location. That way you're not getting all this crazy neurological association. You realize this is one of the big reasons a lot of people's trouble sleeping is because they do too many activities in their bedroom right? Um, I like people will be on their computer doing work, reading, watching TV, playing video games, hosting friends, having sex and sleeping and playing on their phone and editing photos, like, or whatever your job is, like editing photos, checking emails, doing like 18 different habits. So when your brain goes in, when you go in there, your brain goes, uh, is it time for work? Is it time to sleep? Is it time to be entertained? Is it time to have sex? Like, what are we doing here? Versus, at a neurological level, it'll train your brain to like, nope, it's sleep and sex are the only two actions that go on in here. Or you go into the living room and it's like relax mode. This is actually now, you know, for those that are listening in the future to this, we're in the middle of like COVID-19 times and shutdowns and working from home and stuff is still a thing. So this is an issue I see a lot of people having is they're used to going to work and in their office. Then when they leave their office, it's easy to come home and decompress and chill out. Well, a lot of people now, their office is their dining room table. So there's no you know, black and white line in the sand line of like work and home. So now they like go they're at home and now they're stressed at home where they're normally relaxing and because they're trying to work and then they're done at work with five at work, done with work at five o'clock. But then now they're trying to eat dinner at the same table they were just working at with. And it just makes habits hard because you're getting a lot of different cues, right? This is why you have to audit your cues. And if you can, set them up in your environment. That's really conducive. Everything from like a habit you're trying to work on, like the whole, like, let's say drink more water. Imagine if you had a water bottle in every room, you would drink more water naturally, right? Or if you struggle eating whole packs of Oreos, having some Oreos just tucked away in the cabinet, you're not going to eat as many that whether it be something like that or something like if you're really struggling with like working from home and doing so many things from home, have like, well, that corner of the living room is only for laptop work. My bedroom is only for sleeping and sex. My 
garage is only for working out my, uh, you know, this pillow I'm going to sit in this other corner is only for meditation and journaling. This one lamp is the only lamp I will recreational read a recreational read under, you know, whatever, where you're drawing boundaries and lines in the sand and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing, or this is what I'm doing, or here's what the cue I'm going to have for this, or here's the cue I'm going to have for this. I'm telling you, your environment in queuing systems make some really, really big differences. So I hope this helped. I know this is a little bit shorter of an episode. I've been getting some really cool feedback from you guys on like shorter episodes. Like instead of episodes being like, you know, 45, you know, let's say like 45 to 60 minutes, a lot of you guys are really liking these shorter, like eight to 15 minute episodes. So, um, let me know what you think. If you like them on the shorter side like this, where they're just like straight into the punch and get in, get out. Let me know. Um, I have a tendency when I have guests on to go a little bit longer, but, um, but otherwise guys, that's today's episode. So I hope this helped. Um, if you guys need anything, let me know by all means, check out the show notes. Um, if you're not following me on my other socials, like Instagram and TikTok. Um, and like, if you're not on my email list where you're getting like my exclusive announcements and stuff like that, um, by all means, you'll want to be on those. If you're wanting to, you know, need some help with, and wanting some, uh, wanting to apply for coaching with like me or my team, you can do so at the link below as well. Um, and that's the other thing, guys, if you're really struggling with this, it, it's one of those things where like trying to tackle this on your own and trying to figure out your own queuing systems and things like that is really hard. So if you, if you want, like, and want some personalized help with this, applying for coaching may be a really good fit. And like, we have a whole bunch of options. So like you could apply below and, uh, and I'll, and you and I'll talk and figure out what, what would be the best fit. Um, but otherwise that's it for today's episode. So I hope you got a lot out of this. Let me know if it helped. If you haven't already, please rank and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps more than you can imagine. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.